This is the Forex Q&A podcast. This is VP, professional Forex prop trader here in the United States, answering your user-submitted Forex trading-related questions every Monday morning. Now, if you have a question Forex-related that you've always wanted to know, here's what you do. You go to knownonsenseforex.com slash askvp. Fill out the form, and I will get back to you typically within under 48 hours. And let's talk about that for a minute. Uh, We're getting a lot of new people coming in and discovering the show, which is fantastic. And for all of you new people out there who have just discovered this probably in the last two or three weeks or so, here is what I want you to do before you ask me a question. Um, I have a YouTube channel. It's called No Nonsense Forex. Um, There are 38 videos up on it currently. It's not a whole lot, really, for most trading YouTube channels. So that's good because chances are the question that you want to ask me might just be already covered on a video. So check those out. I've divided them into playlists as well. You guys know how this works. So you go to YouTube and type in No Nonsense Forex. I will pop up and then you click on the word No Nonsense Forex. You can go right into the channel, click playlists, and everything is divided up. Every uh, video that has been done because of the podcast is its own playlist. Then I have playlists for core concepts, which is pretty much all the really important stuff you have to know. And if I ever talk about currency pairs or anything like that, you're going to find that there too. I have a playlist for technical analysis, which is always popular, one for money management, and one for trading psychology. So from there, you should pretty easily be able to find the answer to uh, many questions that you might already have. And then once you have checked out those videos, if you still have a question that's unanswered, then go to nonsenseforex.com slash askvp and ask me. Um, This is more value to you because instead of getting one question answered, you will be getting two questions answered. That is a 100% return on your investment. That's really good. Now, I certainly don't mind answering your question simply by linking you to a video uh, with the answer. That is no problem on my end. Um, But you owe it to yourself to see if that answer already exists on my channel because I've covered a lot so far. And then any question that remains, you can just ask me directly. Um, always be very careful what you wish for. I'm getting a lot of uh, questions lately, which is great. Um, but I can get to your question a lot sooner if I'm not dealing with questions that say or ask, um, you know, which time frame should I trade or how do you feel about the RSI indicator? Um, those are entire videos. And the best answer to your question is just to go watch them. And so I feel like if I can get ahead of this a bit and get people to go check out the YouTube channel first to see if the answer is there. Uh, one, it's going to make it a quicker response time for everybody else. And two, you can ask, you can ask, actually have more than one of your questions answered, which is also great because also what I'm going to have to stop doing is I know some of you like to ask me a question and then come back later and ask me another one. That is going to have to stop at some point because like I said, these suckers are coming in. Uh, the first hour of my day is uh, answering people's questions and it's only going to grow. So this is not a complaint by any stretch. This is just my attempt to streamline things going forward. Uh, There is one thing I really don't like, however, and this has come up on YouTube and in email both lately. So if I reference another video uh, in a video or a podcast that I already make, I will always try to link it down below in the description. If for some reason I don't, like I said before, it's not a big YouTube channel and it's all divided up into playlists. You can easily find it. So if you're interested, go do that. What I don't want you to do is ask me to directly take you there myself. That is completely lazy and completely lacks initiative. I am not your personal video concierge. 
Like I said, as I make this podcast, we are a whopping 38 videos deep on the YouTube channel, and half of those are podcast episodes. So questions like that, questions like, can you direct me to this video you made, or fluff questions like, uh, how tall are you, are you married, which I do get, and mostly by guys, are the only type of questions I will not answer. So long story longer, just make sure it's Forex trading related, and uh, do your best to make sure I haven't already answered it, because there's a pretty good chance at this point I probably have already. Now, speaking of which, here in episode 18, uh, the question is not something I've directly answered, but I think a lot of you, especially fans of the show, especially people who have uh, watched all of the videos and listened to all the podcast, could probably answer. So let's see. Let me ask the question, and then I'll give you a chance to try to figure it out on your own. I have a feeling some of you will. So episode 18's question is from Gord from just outside of Sudbury, Ontario. Uh, don't be afraid. If you're in a small town, you can, uh, you can list it. I'll give it some love on the show. But Gord asks, I see you trade the daily chart. So how long do you hold on to your trades? I want to get some idea of how long I should be holding on to mine. So, all right, all you no-nonsense Forex hardcores out there, pause if you like and try to think of an answer. This is, this is critical thinking here um, because I have given you the answer indirectly on the channel already, but I have not made a podcast or a video answering this very question like I'm doing right now. So hit pause right now and try to tell me the answer. I'll give you three seconds. One, two, and three. So uh, you guys know how we typically do this. We're going to play short answer, long answer. I'll give you the short answer, but the gold is in the long answer. So Short answer, how long do I hold on to my trades? Uh, I hold on to them until the trend's over. Real easy. Why wouldn't I? And that includes weekends. Why would I quit just because it's the end of the week? Why would I cap my upside? If you guys remember the ratios video, that was a big video. Uh, That went over more than anything, how to manage a trade once you're already in it and once that trade is winning. And I'll be going into greater detail here on episode 18, and I'll also be foreshadowing the video for Thursday, uh, because it's going to kind of play off of this episode. And it's an indicator, and I know how you guys like indicators. So, in a nutshell, here is how I manage my trade once it's winning. Now, I want to backtrack just a little bit here. As far as the six pieces of my algorithm that I give you the structure for, I have released three. Um, one of it, one of them is the ATR indicator, which everybody should be using. Um, that's, that's common knowledge. And there's a video for that on the channel. I'm not going to link it. It's in the technical analysis playlist on my YouTube channel. It says ATR in big letters on the thumbnail. You can find it. But the other two pieces were, uh, having a confirmation indicator that tells you when to enter and an exit indicator that tells you when to exit. Now I always take half of my trade off after price hits a certain point after after I gain X amount of pips. And I gave you a little formula for this in the ratios video. I did not go into detail. I will go into detail in a different video, but I gave you a little bit of a structure. And having that structure as crude and as basic as it was is 100 times better than not having a structure at all. You can do some real damage just based on that little tiny structure I gave you within the ratios video. But after that's done and price continues to go my way, How do I know when to exit? Um, It certainly has nothing to do with time. I've been in and out of a trade in as short as a day, and I have let, uh, I think that my best trade ever ran for almost two months, maybe more. Um, We have very short memories as as professional traders, uh, even the ones that do really, really well. We tend to not know the details of. Um, But yeah, there's one that just, just kept right on going, and I just kept gaining pips the entire way. 
But my trades will end one of three ways, typically. Um, they will either hit my break-even stop-loss, which uh, I go over in the ratios video if you're confused on how that works. Uh, it will hit my trailing stop-loss, which will be another video for another time. Uh, or my exit indicator will tell me, hey, VP, this trend that you're in is probably over. And uh, I will take my trade completely off before it has a chance to hit my trailing stop. And that is how it goes. Time has nothing to do with it. Now, I know a lot of you are impatient, and uh, that's a problem. Now, the patience video will be coming out soon as well. And you want me to go into further detail. You want to know where I put my trailing stops. You want to know exactly at what precise points do I take half my trade off. You guys hopefully understand why I go slow and why I go piece by piece. Just the portions of that algorithm structure that I gave you are going to take a very, very long time to get right. I'm not going to overwhelm you by giving you more. Finding a great confirmation indicator and a great exit indicator takes a lot of time. You need to get out there and experiment and find ones that work. And if they don't work, find other ones and replace them and keep improving and keep tweaking. I cannot stress enough how important it is to get this part down first. I know a lot of you little instant gratification monkeys out there wish I'd put my entire structure out there in an entire Forex course on YouTube for you to just dive in and take whatever parts you want out of it, but it doesn't work that way. And the people who have a real chance at prospering because of my material are the ones who understand this. And as for the rest of you who don't understand this, I appreciate your patronage, but you're just going to have to wait. Your free video comes out when I say it does. But let's talk about that exit indicator because I don't think I'm going to make an actual video for that particular thing. I might. I reserve the right to change my mind on this one, but I don't foresee it happening anytime soon. Let's put it that way. So what should a really great exit indicator do? All right. So if you refer back to the trend indicators video, which you can find on the technical analysis playlist, um, there are three different types of indicators that we spoke about. A zero cross, two lines cross, and chart indicators. It's, your exit indicator is typically not going to be a zero cross, so you can eliminate that. But what it needs to do is two things, really. One, not be so tight that your trade cannot like really get those big-time trends, because as I went over in the ratios video, that's really what separates the big winners from everybody else, is being able to put those big trends directly into your pocket. And you don't want an indicator that's going to cut you short of that happening. Price doesn't go in a straight line. It has waves. It has retracements. And you don't want your exit indicator getting you out of that trade on the very first retracement that comes up because they're always going to happen. Your exit indicator has to let that trade breathe. Now, here's the tough part. At the same time, that indicator needs to be able to get you out of a trade more often than not before price comes down and hits your trailing stop. Because let's be honest, when price hits your trailing stop, it's kind of bittersweet. I mean, it's great because you've won and you've uh, netted some pips on a really good trade, but uh, bitter at the same time because you did leave quite a few pips on the table there. And this is where a really great exit indicator comes in. You're never going to exit at the very top or the very bottom. But the closer you can get to exiting at one of those points, the better off you are and the more pips you make. So in your search for a great exit indicator, uh, th that's the criteria you really want to shoot for. And it's not easy. Like I said before, this is going to take some time. But when you find it, oh my gosh, the amount of pips you're going to make, as opposed to not having a good one in place, uh, really, really adds up over time. I mean, into the thousands. 
And like I said before, you're going to have this forex trading skill forever. So those thousands could easily turn into tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands. And you know, and what is that worth to you in the end? It's worth putting the time in. I can tell you that much. So those of you who have followed my uh, podcast and YouTube channel for some time, I hope that really helps you in your search. Um, I always try to give you kind of a broad stroke version of what you need to do and then spend a little bit of time fine-tuning that. And so that's what this episode was generally about. For those of you who are new, um, a lot of this might have flown over your head a bit, which is fine. Um, What you need to do is really kind of binge out on that technical analysis playlist and then on the money management playlist too. You're going to need this stuff anyway, Um, so might as well do it now and then come back to this podcast if you need to, and it will make a lot more sense, I think. But no matter if you're a beginner or uh, very advanced as far as no-nonsense Forex material goes, do me a favor and leave a five-star review on iTunes. Let me tell you why this is important. Let me tell you why I always beg for a review at the end of the show. Whoever is running the algorithm over at iTunes in terms of which podcasts do better than others uh, is has been dead for years because there are, when you type in Forex podcast, only on iTunes, this does not happen on Spotify. Spotify gets it. If you just type in the word Forex, this podcast pops up. But on iTunes, um, I am buried and I am buried behind podcasts that have been defunct for three, four years now and haven't had a single episode. Um, so as opposed to being relevant and stuff that people actually download now and a podcast that is growing, I am stuck behind podcasts that haven't had a single episode since 2014 or 2015. And iTunes is still the number one podcast platform by far. A lot of you guys by now understand how different this material is and how unique it is to actually getting you to where you want to be. And on any given day, there are hundreds, if not thousands of traders that are just going to give up. Traders that actually really had a chance to become something that are just going to give up trading because they're not getting the information they need to win, and they just keep losing. It's frustrating. You guys have all been there. I've been there. I almost gave up, but I'm a lunatic, and I kept going forward. Not everybody thinks the way I do. But do your best to give these people the chance to discover this podcast, too. As big as Spotify has become, it's now the number two podcasting platform in the world. Most people don't even know that you can listen to podcasts that way. You know, They still go to iTunes, and they still look for things like this, and what they find is not helping them. And so your five-star reviews are the one way to really vault this thing up higher. But regardless, get ready for that new trading video on Thursday. I think you're going to like what you see. It's going to be a big, it can be a big help in terms of money management. I give you a really nice little option to use. And uh, get ready for another episode of the podcast on Monday. Keep putting in the work, keep grinding, get those indicators down, and I'll see you soon, all right?